Welcome to Unsilent with your hosts, Dave and Brian. This is not another current events podcast. We're digging deeper, diagnosing, and discussing what's really going on today, how we got here, and providing observations for future generations. Welcome to Unsilent. We're Brian and Dave. We're hoping you'll let us know where you think we got it right and where we completely, totally missed the point which you can do by visiting unsilentpodcast.com. And thanks to those who have been doing that. We appreciate it. So let's get into it. What are we going to talk about today, Brian? Well, I think we should talk about the, the, the there's a, a handful or maybe more than a handful of really significant issues that are not really addressed or spoken of um, in a way that represents the, the weight or the gravity of the issue. So for example, uh, let's just, we could take an easy one. Uh, right now, there's a massive fentanyl epidemic. I, right. Numbers I hear are something like 100,000 people in this country per year are dying from what are being classified or called fentanyl overdoses. I would argue that they're poisonings. But they're not right. overdoses because you, you overdose on something when you know you're taking it, you're poisoned when you, know, you, you don't know you're exactly. taking it. These are exactly. people who are being killed taking what they think is a Xanax and turns out to have fentanyl in it and they're dying. Yep. But a, like a hundred thousand people a year is a pretty commonly thrown around number, not really argued by a whole lot of folks. Yep. And it's mentioned every 13 days or so on the news. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> the number, number one killer like that, that just are not being discussed relative to the significance of the impact negative that, that, that are happening. So I think, I think that's something we should talk about, Dave. Absolutely. Well, and, and it is the number one killer, fentanyl in particular. So we'll talk about more things than that, but fentanyl in particular is the number one killer of people 18 to 49 in this country. And I didn't know that. That's interesting. It, the number one. It, so, you know, when you think about that, uh, it's, it's indicative of a, of the, the most deep, dysfunction that a country can have because if if the the thing that's killing your youth more than anything else and you know what it is and you you know exactly what it is and you can't do anything about it i mean that's pretty staggering isn't it i mean is what what if what if people were running well they are running rampant the streets killing people but you know it 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 points to the dysfunction of our age in so many different ways that's probably the most graphic simple symbol rather of the dysfunction of our time yeah, and, it, and it, my immediate question is, what could be so important or what would be more important than protecting these, presumably mostly younger people, but 1849, whatever. Yeah. What would be more important than protecting those 100,000 people? And I guess for Kenny G, and those for, you, for those of you listening for the first time, Kenny G is a, is a person we're talking to that's going to be born around the year 2040. He'll be midlife around the year 2090. And presumably coming upon his own crisis era like we're in, that's kind of who we're talking to. We're kind of chronicling what this is like for him and his family and his wife and all that. Uh, So it might be Jenny G or Kenny G, however you want to look at it. Anyhow, when we say Kenny G, that's who we're talking to. For for Kenny G to understand, like, that's how how tribalistic things are. That's how wrapped around the axle we are on ideology right now and at odds with each other that it's more important that our ideology wins than protecting these hundred thousand people a year from dying. That's that's wild. Well, in, in if you think about it, I think really what it, what it points to in in sort of the generational cycles is we've been through sort of an unraveling. We had a, a, a high societal cohesion, you know, about eighty years yes. ago or so after World War II, and now we have societal disintegration. In other words, uh, even if even if we know. This thing we know, and even if people want to solve this horrible thing, or, you know, we're, we're talking on the news these days uh, all the time about homelessness, and it's a crisis, and we're, we're literally out there with fire hoses of money spraying them all over the place trying to solve. We can't solve anything, and, and yeah. it really, I think, comes down to a, a societal disintegration where, it, where everything is not connected to anything else. And so it, and it, so it's not even so much, I think, that something else is taking its place and we're, and we're focusing on something else that's taking the place of solving these problems. So I, there is a certain amount of that. And there's, there's, you know, yeah. we're running on all sorts of rabbit trails to solve some problems that are problems and other problems that are not problems that 
you know, people just get excited about because of tribalistic influences. But I think it's really about nobody can agree with anybody about anything and thinks that everybody else is bad. And so we're not integrated as a society before it. We've talked about this a little bit in the past in, in previous generations. There's, there's always been, uh, right, left. There's always been, you know, uh, conflict, uh, social conflict that doesn't go away. There's never a time yeah. where there's complete and absolute, you know, peace and everybody agrees with everybody and everything that doesn't happen in the real world. Right. <clears throat> but there have been plenty of times when those that disagree with one another disagree with one another on some of the means to get to the ends, but the ends, what we're trying to do are, are, um, are, are agreed to. So I would say that, for instance, you take things like we've always had homelessness, we've always had poverty, but there were yeah. times in the past where we were much more effective at dealing with that than we are now because there was just some, you know, well, what if we tweak it this way or tweak it that way? And so yeah. it's, it's so when I say disintegration, I don't mean like the laser beam disintegration. I mean, literally an unintegrated society. So everybody's running, and, and that's a real danger, I think, of of this sort of uh, winter season of society that we're in, is that we we completely collapse as a as a, a governable unit. Yeah, and I and I think that uh, I would I would push back a little bit on what you said is for, when you said that that we don't agree anything. I would take it a step further and say that it's not even that we don't agree on anything; it's that we don't want the other side to get anything that they want. That's right. And that's even true. if that yes. means, like, even if it means. We would all benefit from this thing if it's their idea and they move right. an inch forward in their agenda, right. then we must stop it. And and yep. that is from the highest level of the government all the way down up until you probably get to like neighborhoods probably are not operating that way. Like yeah. most of us now can walk outside and have friendly conversations right. with our neighbors. But once you once you pit a blue county against a red county now, now from that level up and up, like it's they can't have anything that benefits them. So it's not exactly. that we don't agree; it's that we are anti whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and and that's been shown with. And I, we may have mentioned this in previous episodes. That's been shown when you send out interviewers on the street who will attribute, for instance, a red state idea to a blue state personality and say, "Isn't this yeah. great?" And oh yeah, yeah, it's great. And and Barack Obama is the most wonderful guy in the world, and we should definitely cut taxes because Barack Obama is very smart. Oh right. wait, no, it wasn't Barack Obama. It was it was Donald Trump. Oh, Donald in that Trump case, today, no, yeah. no, we oh, shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. So ideas are yeah. not evaluated on the on the logic Merit. or the sense of their yeah. idea, but based on who's going to win and who's going to lose, which is 100%. not a way to govern a country. You can't you can't run a country. Right. Right and, now. and so we end up with these, these things like a fentanyl epidemic, or even looking at a more more global sense of the drug epidemic. And and what the one of the most bizarre things to me is we know who is sending the chemicals right. to make the drugs. We know it's a foreign government, the Chinese. Right. Yep. Yep. We know it's a, uh, a cartel situation who are manufacturing things and transporting them across the border. Yep. We, we leave that. We intentionally leave the border open. We do not put any pressure on the Chinese government to stop sending the chemicals. We don't put any pressure on the, on the, on the cartels to stop the manufacturing. Right. Like, the three key elements that we could control, we do none of those things. Well, and, and you know what's staggering about that, Brian? You, you, that's exactly right. What's staggering to me is if we decided, if we united and decided this is going to stop, we have the physical power that we have the money and the power to stop it. Yeah. We do. We, we yeah. can do it where we're still, yeah. even though we don't use it in any kind of really effective way very often, we're still the most powerful country ever conceived in the history of humanity. Yeah. But we don't and, use and that power. China re- relies upon our, on, you know, making our TVs and stuff like that. Like if we, if we like put like real legitimate restrictions on that, they would come around. There's no question. Yeah, or if, if we decided to maybe not let them steal half of what they steal from us, you know, intellectual property. If Kenny G doesn't know, like China has, has done a fantastic job of, of furthering their, their uh, abilities based on stolen uh, patents and, and intellectual property. And intellectual like, property they, they, is, it's basically one of our greatest uh, un, undesirable exports that from the U S yeah. we send it overseas yeah. a lot. Yeah, which is, 
again, it's it's so it's so weird. Like if you if we 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 invaded the country of Grenada in 1984 or something like that. This right. little and what was the other one? Like the Honduras or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Like these little tiny. Where was Ferdinand Marcos? Was that the Philippines? I, whatever. Yeah. These 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 in comparison to a place like China and the, in comparison to the epidemic of the things we're facing now. We have had a pretty heavy hand with countries we far have, less yes. um, uh, impactful on our day-to-day life than this just 40 years ago. Right. It's it's wild that we have this country's, you know, China in particular, in this case now, talking about two different things, stealing our intellectual property. They just sent this balloon, this spy balloon over, <laughs> you know, a few months ago. We really did nothing about that. Like, we just, right. like, we just let them, like, we just let them do whatever the hell they want. No consequences, right? And and it's either because we want this to happen, or or we're so um, interested in keeping the other party in this example, yeah. the blue or the red party, from yeah. getting what they want. If that we we will not agree with them on even a single thing, like not having our kids killed, not having our company's intellectual property stolen, which arguably is why we have the freedoms and things we have, and the and right. the, the luxurious lifestyle we have relative to every other society ever. Yep. We're willing to give all that stuff away. The 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 lives of our children. We're willing to give away. That's how much we hate the other the other party getting their yeah. way. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly what it is. That's why we have you know at the federal level why there's virtually no governance at the federal level because you can't even agree on a budget. You can't even agree. We've had we we don't govern. We we are legally required to have a budget for the United States. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, your business has yeah. a budget. My business has a budget. You know. Yeah. You have budgets. That's what you do. Is if you're handling money, and there's more money handled by the U.S. government than any other entity on Earth. But we can't have a yeah. budget because there can never be any kind of agreement whatsoever. And so, uh, again, because of what you're talking about, because of this tribal. Uh, back and forth, this infighting. So there's that. We can't agree on what to do about the border. We can't agree about virtually anything. And, and until that happens, until there is a focusing event where we either agree or we all die, then that's probably not going to change. Yeah. And that's, and that's, I think the thing that history has told us and the fourth turning tells us that that we we go along this unsustainable path where we live in this chaotic world. We can't do basic things like stopping our kids from getting poisoned um, until we we reach we face such a significant, literally an existential threat. Not these not these not these existential threats that are tossed around that are all bullshit. <laughs> that everybody knows that they're bullshit. That they're they're right. called these existential threats, and they're and everybody knows that they're lies. But right. we face a real legit one. And then we have no choice but to stop going down this stupid path. Right. And we have to get our stuff together and we have to get our act together. We have to start acting like grownups <laughs> and we start have to start making real big boy decisions. Right. And, and, and the stuff has to stop. Right. But it's just, it's wild that we, like you mentioned, the government's not, can't function. We, we can't function on, on education. Right. We have, <laughs> we have states now that are passing laws that no longer require students to have, um, Reading, writing, and arithmetic right. kind of standards that that's gone. Yeah. Like, so what's the point of going to school? I, I would, I mean, I'm, I'm not being facetious here. Like, yeah. like, really, what's why would you make a kid go to school if they're not going to learn the basics like science and social studies and math right. and like English, like or grammar or what? Like, we can't do that. We can't pass a budget. The the Pentagon just failed, or I think I heard that like the sixth <laughs> audit in a row or something like that. Yeah. There's like yeah. three trillion dollars missing that is just. And we're just, it's just a blip in the radar because yeah. there's so many things like this. It's not like it's a slow news day. And it's like, holy smokes, there's $3 trillion missing. It's just, it's just one more thing like right. that. <laughs> well, and it's no wonder then, you know, if, if you look at this as a societal mental illness, if you will, and really that's yeah. kind of what it is. We have sort of yeah, societal, sure. you know, uh, mental illness. Everything is based on feelings and sort of this outward presentation. It's not based on reality. In fact, we just had, uh, one of the, the greatest scandals in the financial world, uh, has just happened, uh, with a fellow, uh, Kenny G can look it up. His name's Sam Bankman Freed. He was the crypto yeah. king that, um, basically had no business managing money and, and, and lost billions and billions of dollars. And, and people say, well, how, how could something like that happen? How could people actually believe something like that? Well, because 
it's it's all based on presentation. It's all based on do you like the guy or do you not like the guy? It's yeah. not based on enough reality. And that's why we can't solve any of these problems because it's like well, and, and don't forget side. the part, Dave, where he was contributing tens of millions of dollars to, to the Democrats, yeah. both sides of the campaigns, uh, yeah. both the Republicans and Democrats. He was thirty million dollars like that just for the Democrats, plus what you know, uh, you know, twenty something million for the Republicans. Don't forget and that. And none part. of it was his own money. So, but you know, but, his own money, right. but you wonder how could how could something like that happen in our highly financially regulated society? Yes, it was crypto, and crypto is is still a mystery to a lot of people. So that's definitely true. Yeah. But it's it's really because of this dis- disintegration and this this belief in sort of social media uh, posting memes and and just the visuals and the emotions of it, uh, where the facts really don't matter anymore. The, the, and you know the same and thing I with the border. That that's, that's where we we talk about like history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. This is one of those things. Like one of the battle cries of the Revolutionary War was taxation without representation right this was one of the big at least the history i learned back yep. in sixth and seventh grade on this was one of the big things was you're taking our money and you're doing things that don't represent us that don't benefit us you, right. you're not you're not making our lives better you're just taking our money and doing whatever the hell you want with it and you could make a pretty compelling argument that's exactly what's happening today like you're taking Absolutely. our tax money for schools and now telling our children they don't have to pass basic there's right. no there's no <clears throat> basic measurements for that right um you're taking our tax money to, to regulate financial industries, and we just live from one bank bailout era to the next. And meanwhile, the CEOs of these banks are making millions and millions and millions, some cases billions of dollars yep. in personal income. And then the bank collapses, and then tax money bails them out, and that helps the big fat cats again and leaves right. the, leaves the regular folks broke. the 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 legal system is an absolute joke, and tax dollars go to fund that. All, the border is an absolute joke. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, China, as we mentioned, stealing our stuff. The drug. I, you can't you can't walk down the street of a major city without seeing people like le- defecating on the sidewalks. Yeah, I've seen it. Like we, our tax money doesn't go to to like help with mental health things anymore, or just policing like just abhorrent behavior. Like it's I. It totally makes sense now. I, again, going back to the like when I learned the history, like hearing about the Boston Tea Party and like taxation without representation, I'm like yeah, okay, I get it. They're taking your money and it's all going to England. Okay, I guess I get that, but but it was it wasn't a geographic thing, and now I no. get it. It's not a geographic thing. It's not like the money leaves Arizona where I live and goes to Washington D.C. and they just pull it there. I can literally see in around the country in my own area and your where you live in Washington. Yep. The money is taken and with little regard for how it benefits people and and the the money is used to to fight the other tribe. Right. Rather than making anybody's lives better. Well, you know, so yes, you look at look at education is a good example of that. The amount of money we spend per student on on education. And yet with that amount of you, you would think if there was a direct correlation, you know, you're, you're a business person. I'm a business person. If I invest yeah. a dollar in something, I want to see some kind of return on that. And if I was invest $10, I should get 10 times the return at least that yeah. I did. And I got it a dollar. It'd be pretty basic math, but we spend tens of thousands of dollars per student on education. And yet our, our measurements go down. And so therefore we change the metric by which what you're just talking about, we change the metric by which we yep. judge those things just so we can feel better about ourselves. So it, 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 and again, it's back to the, the, the tribalism that, you know, we saw that on full display during, during the COVID crisis that we went through a while back and where, uh, the, the students want to go to school, but no, no, the teachers union says, no, you can't go back to school. No, it's, it's not, even yep. though the students were never at risk in any, in any significant fashion. Right. Uh, so, so it, it does. Well, it's not like it's like a medical conspiracy Nazi now, Dave. Like, I mean, <laughs> come on, now. <laughs> Nazi. Oh, but wait a minute. Well, wait a minute, Brian. Not Nazism is back in, and you you've heard that, I, right? Well, I've heard. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. First, I want to. I want to. I, I would. I've been thinking about this for a little while. I would love. I don't even know how I would off the top of my head how to do this, but I, a, a, imagine a chart like a line chart adjusted for inflation that shows the dollars spent. Per percentage of student with a passing grade. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, so not so not per. Like we hear dollars per student, right? I mean, so to 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 explain what I'm talking about. So I don't know the numbers. Let's just say back in 1980, we were spending you know ten thousand dollars per year per student. I don't know what the number was. It was probably five thousand dollars a year. Probably I guess it'd be yeah, somewhere around yeah. maybe maybe three thousand dollars a year, whatever. Um, 
And the passing percentage of students was, you know, let's say, 87%, something like that. I don't know what it was, but it would be it would be in the high 80%, low 90% probably, right? And then now you look, and we're spending something like $15,000 per student, and like 7% are passing, or 12%, and right. like Baltimore, 0% are passing, right, or 1% right. are passing. So if you took the dollars spent per percentage of the students with a passing grade, that chart would be vertical it would be unbelievable to, to like map that out and see what that looks well, like well and that will not get done because the power the the power money arrayed against that kind of information accidentally slipping out is huge is huge yeah. because we because we do yeah. spend so much money because the amount of you know the amount of money that gets spent in the in the federal department of education and the amount of money that gets spent on pet projects i mean plus the per student amount not getting the results. We'd, we'd never do that. We'd never do that. Right. And just like basic things, like right now we're going through a, a pretty serious inflationary, I don't know if I'd call yes. it a crisis, but it's painful for sure. It's painful. You know, like the, the cost of meat and eggs and basic stuff has gone up, I don't know, seven times or something, for, depending yeah. on what it is in the last few years. But but in order to make sure that that doesn't um, get out, we just change the metrics every few months and how we measure this stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we changed what we cal- how we calculate inflation now so that we just say, well, we used to do it this old way and now we do it this way. And so it, it's and, – and again, it's this kind of stuff that it's just a blip on the radar. It's not yeah. even a, or a news story. Like there's not – I got to imagine in 1984 – It would have been a crisis. You know, Tom Brokaw would have done – a, an hour long special segment on Thursday night on NBC about how the the federal government is recalculating the yeah. the way they calculate uh, inflation because the numbers are so bad that's the only way they can keep it under wraps. Yeah. And now it's just it's just an, it's just another one of the twenty two stories we'll hear in a day that are all of equal catastrophic weight. That are just there's just so many you can't spend the kind of time on them. Well, and you know the other I think the de- the other major problem with that is that is that when it does come out everybody just says oh yeah yeah, yeah they're doing it again they're, i mean it, yeah. the, the expectation uh you know it, it most of my life we've had an expectation that yeah maybe politicians would stretch things a little bit or maybe government wasn't the most efficient at doing things but there was an expectation of some level of integrity some level of service you know both yeah. republicans and democrats during watergate were horrified by the whole event so it yeah. wasn't you know i mean today you would be if if it happened, whichever side was on the on the wrong end of that, they would be celebrating it, and putting on shirts and saying, uh, you know, more people should break into the Watergate Hotel. You know, it's so there's an expectation right. these days again because of tribalism and because of a general disillusionment uh, about every system and every every structure and every institution in our society. There's an expectation that. Oh yeah, they're st- they're they're stealing. Oh, they're across the street. You see, they're running out with bags of probably under nine hundred dollars, so they yeah. can they can steal that amount from our store. So, people, we don't have an expectation that there's going to be integrity. I, I think it's I think it's a little more um, dark than that. I I think uh, like coming out of World War II, we, there was a, a tremendous sense of duty. Yes, and yeah. and and I mean the the the. The worst thing you could be is is a guy who who tried to steal the valor of somebody else. Like right. stolen valor was a thing. It was a yep. like you know it was a, it was a hanging offense, you know, yep. kind of thing. Like, um, and now it's it's the opposite. Now it's I don't we we don't want to be bothered with stuff. So I think right. part of me thinks the reason we collectively and individually dismiss these things to the degree we do is because if we really stopped and said how jacked up it was. Then we would have to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, "Well, why am I not doing something to fix it?" Sure, and sure. none of us wants to be bothered to fix this. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and and I think part of the part of the the outcome of that is I was I was talking to somebody the other day about the trash that's all around the area that I live in, and people just yeah. you know they'll they'll take a pickup truck full of whatever they have and they'll just dump it at the side of the road. Uh, yeah. And you know, in years ago, that was like just the people that did that, just the. Yeah, they're just the the lousy people. Most yeah. people would never ever think about doing that. Well, I happen to have this experience in talking to somebody that I know, um, and and when I was talking to this person who's a just regular, upstanding, nice citizen, the whole thing, and and this person was telling me that their spouse, um, they did that with like an old uh, washing machine because they saw everybody else doing it, and I'm like, what? 
what you, you know, I mean, we're talking leave it to beaver wow. kind of, and it really hit me that what happens when you, when this kind of stuff happens is it, the, the standards get so low that people are like, well, you know, if, if they're stealing Nike shoes, I need some Nike shoes. Nobody seems to care. Well, I'll just go, I mean, you yeah. know, it's, it becomes very difficult. It, it kind of feels to me like a, like a, a sunrise, a sunset of, uh, duty to entitlement. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's yeah. just, it's just slowly creeping over the years for, we had a real sense of duty and obligation, societal obligation right. in 1945 coming out of world yeah. war two. Yep. And now we're at the kind of the sunset of this era where it's all about me. And it's all about what I, my, making my life easier. Yep. And it, it, it just feels like the movement is just a slow, steady pace moving from duty to entitlement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I would say, of duty to entitlement and despair too. So we despair of those values that we were raised with. There's a, uh, without getting uh, preachy about it, there's a, there's a verse in, in the, um, uh, in the New Testament that says, uh, because lawlessness abounded, the love of many waxed cold. In other words, because lawlessness was everywhere, people that were formerly loving people stopped being loving yeah. people because it's like, you know, what's the point? You know, what, what's the point? Well, and that's what we're going to get into over the next few episodes, uh, talking about religion and how that plays a part in society and things like that. And, and we have, we have binding values that ebb and flow. Yeah. And, and when you're the odd person out, you're, you're kind of a fool for being the odd person out. Well, right. if the, if the mob has just taken free meat at Safeway and you're the only dummy paying for it, at some point you're going to say, why am I paying for yeah, it? I mean, exactly. Why am I paying the $30 to go dump my washing machine at the dump when I just leave it on the street like everybody else and yeah. the government will come take care of it? And you know, that's that, the downside. That, uh, you know, and you yeah. can see you can see the fruition of that. I've, I've traveled to formerly Soviet satellite states. I've been, you know, to, to different yeah. countries that used to be. And, and I remember in one of them one time, there was, um, uh, I was watching a police officer. There was, it, the streets were absolutely pristine. They're better than our streets right here, but right on the yeah. side of the street, you would find massive mounds of just garbage sitting there in, in yeah. these places. And I asked my friend, and I was watching this cop, motorcycle cop, he's sitting there eating his hamburger in a, in an Eastern European city. And when he's done, he crumpled it and he just threw it on the ground. And I asked my friend, I said, that's a cop. Shouldn't he be not littering? And, and he said, look, no, here's how, here's how that mentality actually works. In the Soviet Union, he would never have been allowed to throw it on the street. He probably would have been shot because the street yeah. is government controlled. This over here is no man's land. And so there's no morality attached with it at all. It's what can I get away with? It's only thing is what can I get away with? And so our society yeah. didn't used to be like that. Our society used to be, we all have some sort of social obligation, a sense of, of shared morality that no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, throw something on the ground because I live in this place too. <clears throat> but that that becomes lost and we become you know deadened to those shared social values and we have what we have right now we have you know even out in the rural area that i live it gets very you know gross and disgusting yeah well i think that 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 again that sunrise sunset kind of thing it kind of makes sense to me and as these things come unraveled it just becomes unsustainable yeah and and that behavior leads to corrupt behavior. It leads to careless and even reckless behavior. It yep. leads to these things that undo the fabric as a society. They un right. that undoes the institutions, and it's a snowballing effect. Right. And so we find ourselves, of course, in a crisis because we've 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 led ourselves down that path. So a couple other things, uh, we're, we're, you know, before we run out of time, a couple other things we've been, you and I have talked about um, that don't seem to garner the the amount of attention that you would think they would teen suicide is one yeah uh, you know just in the last 15 years as we're recording this teen suicide has gone up dramatically yeah and as it's going up we're foisting even more issues upon them like yeah. in, currently gender um this this gender thing that's going on where you know something like 40% now of, of i can't remember the age range but it was you know junior high ish kids or whatever 40% now identify as, you know, some non-traditional kind of whatever right. non-binary gender fluid. There's like 
there's like 300 different genders now yeah. and, <laughs> and some are like animals i, I don't right. know furries and like yeah. it's just it's just a bizarre thing right so as teen suicide is ever every year increasing higher and higher we just we're just pouring more wood on the fire here like yeah. we're just we're just we're doing more of these things and there's nobody at a at a at a at a level um that anybody cares about, I guess, is a yeah. way to say it. Like, there's not an influencer, there's not a government official who's saying, "Hey, wait a second, have you noticed that at the same rate we're foicing all these new ideas upon kids, the se- the, su- the suicide rate's going up?" Like, yeah. again, just like they would never put out the numbers that show how many dollars we're spending per percentile of kids with a passing grade. They would right. never do that. They're, they will not do this. Like, and say, "Hey, the direction we're going seems to be coinciding with a higher uh, level of, of teen suicide." I'm not now. I'm Brian right now. I'm not saying it's the cause. What I am saying is perhaps we should pause and take a look at it though, and make sure it's not a, a contributing factor before we just continue doing more of this. And there's no conversation about that. Well, and I think some of it is because when when things are unraveling, and then we're we're told that they're unraveling because of the way we used to be. In other words, that 80s and 90s society caused everything to unravel. So we're going to do something completely different than yeah. what the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s and the parents did and, and all that. We're going to do something completely different. And and maybe things are so bad because they did it wrong. And so, yeah, let's try 42 genders because maybe that's going to reduce the amount of mental stress that we have. Now, logical people look at that and say, I don't think that's going to reduce the amount of mental stress. But then the problem you yeah. get into is if you're, if you're too vocal about that, then you get into tribal warfare. It's like, well, right. you know, you old people are running and we did this episode, that episode we did on old people, you old yeah. people are running everything, everything's screwed up. And so us young people, we've got this idea over here. So we're in charge now. So you people go away. Don't even talk. Don't even talk. I, I was at a, um, I remember one time I was at a, uh, an event where um, people were talking about how they had been damaged by these gender issues. And, yeah. and, I said something, I, you know, I, I applauded for somebody and this other person who the sides were literally split from one aisle to the other. This person right. on the other side turned around and she did, she told, basically told she, me to shut up. She did the, the zip your lips thing. Zip your lips. That's exactly what she did. <laughs> and, awesome. I, and I just said, no, I'm not going to zip my lips. She but, like, was she like 64 years old or I, I got no, She was a she? college student and I was, I was the old guy. So she was a college student. She was a college student. Your, your I expected yeah. an old lady to do that. That's funny. No, she was, yeah, she was very serious about that. So, so this, you this see is that a great example though of, of it's, we, we're not making decisions in, in, on big things about what we think is going to work. We're making decisions about what the other people don't want. Exactly. Exactly right. You had your chance. You ran things for a while. Let us try our ideas. You think you're crazy, but look, your ideas didn't work. Look at, look at the world. Your ideas didn't work. So that's where we get to this point we're in. Yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, in a, we were talking about very specific things. Another, another issue that, um, we, we, we've kind of come to accept that our kids are going to be worse off than us. And yeah. and there's not much conversation about that. Not, not just health. Now I listen, I'm a guy who could stand to lose, you know, 60 pounds or whatever. Like I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a fitness guru looking down upon people for not being fit. I, I got my own issues with that. There's no question, but this is the first generation we have. Our children have a, a, a shorter life expectancy than us. Yeah. Yeah. We have type two diabetes that's off the charts for kids. Right. Um, <clears throat> We have kids who who are exempted out of, you know, what we used to call a like basic PE stuff, physical education stuff in school, because they just can't do it, and right. they're just exempted out because it's too much of a burden and that kind of thing. Collectively, not only their intelligence, because we don't have like grades for them, to, or they don't we don't have requirements for them to meet certain grades now. We're we're diminishing that at a rapid pace. Right. In some cases, just flat out removing them. But we've been diminishing that for quite a while on the on the things they learn. We, we're, we're diminishing their expectations on physical abilities and yep. fitness and things like that. Um, the, the food that we're giving them is, is like unhealthy off the charts compared to what it was yeah. you know, 15 years ago, certainly right. 50 years ago. Oh, like yeah. the, the processed foods that we're giving people now are just like, it's crazy, crazy. young people. Um, and then there, there's this, there's this notion that, that like an anarchistic way to think and stuff like that and self serving what feels good today is all that really matters that kind of ideology we're teaching them. And so, 
and that's just a handful of things, yeah. a few things out of like a number, like probably dozens of things that we're foisting upon them. That is just creating this this soup of a lifestyle that is going to make them less happy, live less longer, right. live less <clears throat> fulfilling lives. And we don't say boo about it. And if you do, again, you're just the you're just the old rube, like you like you were just describing. You're just a dumbass who used to do th- just wants things your way. So whatever you want, we're going to do the opposite of. And there, and we can see we can see this. You can you can measurably see the impact it's having, especially on the fitness stuff, oh, yeah. the food stuff, and the and the education stuff, and the happiness stuff. The teens, I mean. There's just like it's just not even a it's not even a a, a it's not a serious conversation anywhere. Well, and, and it goes back to that point we've discussed a number of times. And that is everything comes down to values, comes down to working right. out of values. And if you if you decide that the values that have created what is still arguably you know the the greatest level of freedom, the greatest level of success uh in in human history in western cultures if if you say that those values the the things that did that are are outdated or antiquated and you know we have to ha- we have to completely tear those down and create new values new untested values well right. then then this is what you get this is the thing you get and a part of it is because we haven't you know values can only exist when there's agreement or when they're being tested one of the two if 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 they're not if there's no agreement and we've lost agreement and we've got it easy i mean we still have it pretty easy in the west compared to yeah. you know the majority of earth's population there's a significant percentage of uh, double digits percentage of the earth's population that still heats their houses and cooks with dung that's how they yeah. work. So, you know, right. we have, you know, I, I got a microwave in my office here, not to mention down the hall and, and at <laughs> yeah. home and I've got, you know, refrigerator right. in my office, you know, so we, we still got it pretty easy. So, um, so because those values haven't been tested any time in the recent past, uh, then they, they tend to unravel around this, around the seams. Now, again, that is coming to an end because this, this unraveling that we've gone through and this crisis era that we're in that manifests in every level, whether, you know, it manifests in food, it manifests in spirituality, it manifests in, in, in finances, it manifests in every, everything that we do. It, it, that can't go on. You go downward to a point and then you realize, uh, that boy, I'm leaving, I'm living in a pigsty here. Things are pretty bad. I got to yeah. pick myself up. Nobody's going to do it for me. And I'm going to go for it and get out of this. And that's what will happen when we are threatened existentially in the very near yeah. future. And, and I think, you know, like we're talking about, you know, specific things, but in just a, a, a huge macro sense, you know, You'll hear people say, and I and I agree with many of these people, but they're they're kind of dismissed. It's not they're not taken seriously. But if you were to if you were to do things to intentionally harm our culture, our right. country, like if you if you if you decide I was gonna I'm gonna do something that's gonna like undo this thing that has been built for the last 250 years, what would you do different? Right. You, there, <laughs> exactly. there, there isn't much. If you were gonna if you were gonna harm the children of Western society, what would you do different? Yeah, like exactly, and. and and again, I'm not. I'm not saying that, that that there's some grand conspiracy behind this. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is, if the things that we're doing are similar to the things that you would do if you really wanted to harm, why is that not a why is that not a conversation that's being had? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. bizarre. Well, exactly, and and I think it's true because, um, and, and I don't think it's conspiracy. I think it's it's the natural. Uh, failings uh, of humanity working themselves yeah. out and and you know uh there there's an old i think it was winston churchill said something to the effect of the united states will do the right thing eventually after they've tried everything else you know yeah 100% and, and that's and, and that's humanity as a whole that that's, what, that's what that's what freedom gives you is that yeah. is that kick the can down the road kind of mentality like right. this is that we've had we have freedom that's off the charts different than every other society in history right. um just it's just completely different and and that kind of gets you the ability to not have to face things because you have the freedom. Exactly. And and, and before we, we we would not be doing a good job. You kind of touched on this earlier. We have to talk about this. The one that is has just we we talked before we we went live today. Um, how it's caught both of us off guard. I will say for me, I even as pessimistic as I am about some things, and I'm like watching the world kind of seeming like falling apart. I did not see this coming, and that is the overnight switch. 
Like literally when I say overnight, I mean with it over seven to 10 day period where anti-Semitism just became like in vogue. Yeah. And yeah. not, not only accepted, but praised almost. And, yeah. and like, and, 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 um, um, yeah, praises. I guess that's the right word. Like yeah. celebrated is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. It not only was it like, okay, everyone has like the weird uncle that only comes over at Thanksgiving or the neighbor on the street that's got the the beater car. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that guy probably doesn't think the same way I do. And he probably looks down on people because of things I wouldn't I wouldn't judge people on. I think we've all kind of experienced that in life. You yeah. you come across people, you're just like, I don't want to be around that person because they what whatever. That is not what's happening though. What's oh. been happening is people in legislative position in government positions, super big quote unquote influencers, um, people in uh, media, people in uh, um, um, the arts yep. <clears throat> saying things that are just unbelievably anti-Semitic and, and the, the, the gas, the juice chance in Australia, like three yeah, days or whatever it was after bizarre. the October 7th. And the news just putting on there like no disclaimers, no hey, we wish they wouldn't do this, none of that. Just yeah. like yeah, this is just how we roll now. That has just been wild to me. Well, let me explain how how that's caught me off guard. And watching uh, the and the other person that's gotten a a very um, uh, rehabilitation in the eyes of of our youth uh, is Osama bin Laden. You know who yeah. is arguably one of the most monstrous figures in history, uh, based on what yeah. he's done. And the, the two things that struck me about that is one that he could, one that students could read his letter to America, uh, that he wrote shortly after nine 11, telling us here's why I did all these things. And people could yeah. read that with an uncritical eye and not see, I mean, the, the, and not see the, the blatant illogical contradiction in values based on what, what we value versus what he values, you know, so the, the, and, yeah. and the blatant evil of, of that, of his pronouncement, they couldn't, they couldn't dissect that. They couldn't, you know, uh, understand yeah. what that is. And, and secondarily, then the, the rebellion against their parents that really is probably at the heart of this is, uh, you know, that, well, yeah, you people ran the world and the world still has racism. The, you know, the world still has all these things and, and, and America's powerful and the Jews are powerful and therefore you're all bad. And maybe Osama was right after all. So <clears throat> this, uh, yeah, I, I, I never thought I would say, I would, I would have thought there would be, be enough a historical awareness, even 20 years after 9-11, uh, and, and enough awareness of what, uh, the, the radical version of, of, uh, Islamo-Nazi terrorism wants to see why that's, uh, just untenable to anybody that values freedom or dignity or, or, you know, racial equality. There's no racial equality in anything Osama bin Laden wanted, uh, as an example. <laughs> It, what what strikes me is is these are these are these are massive events in not just our country's history but human history. Like the, history the, yeah. the the Jewish Holocaust is arguably one of the top five worst things ever to happen in the history Horrible of mankind. Crime. I would say right. Nine yeah. eleven, um, one of the top five worst things that happened in our country. Right. Right. <clears throat> these things these things just overnight became acceptable to do. Yeah. Within 18 months of the Washington Redskins having to change their name to the Washington <laughs> Commanders, exactly because because that was too offensive. It's going to be offensive. Like, yeah, that's that's just mind blowing that you we could we spent I don't know a decade talking about whether or not the Washington Redskins could have their name or not, and they ultimately had to change it. And the, but then anti semitism like overnight is cool again, and Osama bin Laden overnight kids are saying what a great thing he did like. This is, this is the 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 uh, not equivalent, I don't think, but it, but similar to if kids in Germany in 1957 or 1967, I guess would have been 20 years after, would have would have been talking about how great the Holocaust was, and 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 I'm yeah. sure there were people who did that, but they were probably squashed immediately. They Absolutely. were probably either Absolutely. like physically harmed or imprisoned or whatever. Who knows what the laws are there? I don't I don't know, 
but they certainly would have been shunned. Yeah. They would not have been celebrated on a national scale like we have seen. Well, some of the some of the greatest um uh scandals in the last 10 years or so have been for instance when uh, I don't it wasn't a lot, it was like a few dozen neo-Nazis marched in Charlottesville, I think it was. Uh, you know, and they're they're, you know, just not good people obviously. Um yeah. but you know, that was a great there was a huge news story and, 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 you know, that was so bad and all of that. Well, now people at, at some of these, you know, uh, uh, anti Israel rallies, anti Jewish rallies, so pro Hamas rallies are saying things like Hitler didn't go far enough. I mean, things that yeah. you didn't even hear from these, you know, goofballs, dirtbags that, you know, the, yeah. the Nazis, uh, who were horrible, you know, horrible people, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but even they didn't say things to my, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there, but, uh, I, even to my knowledge, they didn't say things that are being said on mass by these student rallies. And, you know, the reporters, oh, well, this person just said that, you know, they're all shouting gas to Jews. And, and, you know, it's like, what, what, how's this even possible yeah. to be saying? So it's, and, and you're, you're right overnight. I mean, it was just, you know, eight or 10 years ago that, that those little neo-Nazi rallies were pro- popping up here and there. And now we've got hundreds of thousands in, in London, in, uh, the capital and other places yeah. with, I, I guess it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not to, to, to clarify maybe a little bit that, that maybe this is important to clarify. I'm not surprised that the people say the things I, those people exist all over the place. Sure. I, whatever. Okay. I, I get the fact that those people have their, their thoughts, whatever. What was bewildering to me and still is, is how it was celebrated yeah. widely, <clears throat> not narrowly, widely. Right. And still to this day, there's discussion in our Congress of people who are walking a very fine line of not, yeah. not really dismiss, not really say that that's bad stuff. Yeah. And, and, but they're not really, they're not really condoning it, but they're certainly not going out of their way to say it. And that is just, that is just. Unbelievable to me that it, it, it's accepted widely and at those those levels and that and the 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 media outlets um, that are reporting it are not like making any attempt to like say we wish they wouldn't say this. Yeah. It just that's the part that's just like wild to me. Well, and it I is. A- I, I can't believe with it with with the Jewish thing specifically. Like, yeah. my entire life I've been been I've been educated and I believe rightfully so that. This was one of the worst things that's ever been happened sure, yeah. ever happened to humankind yeah. ever, <clears throat> and for that one thing in particular to just be overnight accepted and celebrated again is just I can't believe it. Well, and it is it is then you know if we step back and look at it, it is a sign of the times, as they say, a sign of the of every last thing unraveling, whether it's family yeah. structures or whether it is uh, the idea that that you know genocide uh, is bad. Everywhere, not just in one place. Yeah. It's always bad. You know, um, yeah. all of these things I think are signs of, of societal disintegration because of all the stuff that's led up to it. And so there's probably going to be my, my guesses. And so for Kenny G in the future, watch for when shared values that you think are, are, are written in concrete, are stamped in concrete. Watch when they start to become mushy, and watch when they start to uh, to to evaporate. Because that's when you know. That's one of the times you know, or one of the signs rather that you know that the end is near. Now I'm not talking the end of the world, but I'm talking the the end yeah. of your current you know sort of cultural cycle. And there's going to yeah. be a major crisis, and then from that, uh, assuming you survive, there's going to be uh, again uh, a period of societal unity. So, it, yeah. disunity crashes, and then massive unity jumps up from that disunity. Yeah, there's there's two things as you were saying that, and I agree with everything you said 100. There's two things that kind of jumped out at me. One was this kind of each each one of these things as we encroach upon. Um, we're stepping into territory that was once forbidden and is now okay, yeah. accepted or even celebrated in this case. Yep. Um, that opens the door to even another level of even worse things right. that, that opens yep. the door to that. So, that, okay, that, that doesn't sound very awesome. Also, <laughs> this thing specifically with the, the, the Jewish people, I, I think that part of it might be that they're kind of um, perceived, I guess, as as being – the ones who have held the most tight to the cultural, moral values 
uh, of the the foregone era mm-hmm. or bygone era now that they're the ones who who's they hold on to this stuff the most tightly. They have kids who still have very proper upbringing. They're perceived to be that way. I'm not saying that they are. I'm not. I don't. I don't sure, know. Sure. Uh, uh, but it's not measurable in a way I would understand. But but if you're if you're going to pluck a group and say these are the ones who represent everything we're against, I would have a hard time arguing there'd be a a, a more fitting group to do that against than than well, Jewish people because it, they have held tightly to these 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 traditions and values much more successfully than many other you know you're run of the mill christians for example well and I, and i think there's the other the other part of that that is significant is that um there the, the the dynamic that we have now is a dynamic we've talked about this before of oppressor and oppressed and yeah. and you know there's there's the old there's old memes and tropes about Jewish bankers and all that kind of stuff. And they're, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they hang on tightly to money and all, you know, right, I mean, those right, are right. just stereotypes yeah. and things, but, but that they are in that then oppressor category because, well, yeah. I mean, look at Israel in the Middle East. Israel is an insanely uh, productive. I mean, they've got, they've got lots of uh, political challenges there, but they're an yeah. insanely productive economy, especially compared yep. with the other economies around them. And so yep. therefore they are, in the oppressor class. It doesn't matter, you know, what color their skin is or anything like that. They're in the oppressor yep. class. And so therefore they have to be, and this is why you, you find people saying these insane things about, well, they're oppressing the, it doesn't matter what the, 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 the Gazans did and parachuting in and, you know, doing all sorts of atrocities. They were, it's, yeah. it's expected because they were the oppressed and the, yeah, they and, had coming. The rest of them, yeah, they had it coming. That's, and so that's, I think that dynamic then just is accelerated on steroids in a time like this. And that's, I mean, we've seen that in other cultures uh, in the past. We saw that with, I was listening to a podcast about, um, uh, they're, they're trying to, uh, in China, uh, uh, Xi Jinping think uh, is, is this idea of we're going to fuse, uh, Mao and Confucius, even though, you know, Mao Zedong, um, yeah. Uh, was, uh, or Marx and Confucius, I'm sorry. And so they're, they're trying to, to do these kinds of crazy things to rehabilitate horrible, horrible times, the Great Leap Forward, the Cultural Revolution that happened then. That, that's a lot of these figures today, Osama bin Laden and others getting, getting a rehabilitation, uh, yeah. in order to. Yeah, a, a historical facelift. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's just, it's yeah. insane. It's just insane. Yeah. Well, I think that that's going to be a good segue into the next uh, next uh, few weeks. We're going to be talking about uh, how religion pay, plays in the list. Of course, that you know yep. when we talk about values, a lot a lot of times that's represented through religion and things like that. And we're going to have some interesting conversations coming up about um, religion and society and how that how that could work or how it has worked and how it, you know maybe sh- quote unquote should work or whatever. Um, so we're going to have some uh, fascinating conversations about that. Don't forget. We'd love to hear you chime in and, and explain to Kenny G and and tell us where we got it wrong. Like what if we describe something today, like here's what this moment is like and you think we missed the mark, please jump in and tell us. You can do that on our Rumble video. There's a place in there for comments. You can go to unsilentpodcast.com. Again, we want to do a the best job we can of representing what this moment feels like. And if you think we've mischaracterized something, you think we missed the mark, please jump in and tell us. Or, hey, it's okay to tell us what we're right to. That's okay. We don't mind that so much. <laughs> Uh, you can go to unsignedpodcast.com or again, like I said, go check out the Rumble channel. There's a great place for comments in there. And uh, until next time, this is Dave and Brian signing off. See you next week. Do you want to be on silent? Make your voice heard on our social media channels and share where you think we got it right or wrong. Go to unsilentpodcast.com for social links so you can join the discussion. 